We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This just in, we have a a new guest, Patrick Manelli. Patrick Manley, the longest tenured player in Chicago Bears history. I just uh, want to thank the Bears organization for an incredible 16 years. Score football pregame and postgame show co-host. We're winning ugly, which means the offense sucks. Master in the art of the long snap. Do you have any kids? I do. Check out longsnapper.com. Have him start early to learn how to long snap. He even has a signature beer. Long snapper IPA. The can artwork's me long snapping a ball on top of an El Camino. I have an El Camino, so the artwork's great. The beer's great. Patrick Manley. That was a good snap. With Bernstein and Holmes on 670 to score. How long does it take to grow the mullet? The gourmet mullet? Why is it gourmet? Because it's awesome. Patrick Manley joins us to talk about your Chicago Bears. You can find him on Twitter at Patrick Manley. He's with us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And Patrick, we bring you in with a little bit of breaking news here, which on the Score is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Should we even? Yes. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. And this is is Ian Rappaport's Twitter. Yeah, so we're going to put it on Ian. Like, this is on Ian. The, okay. f- the first three words of this. Per St. Omni, <laughs> the Ravens agree in principle with all-pro linebacker Roquan Smith. Is he an all-pro? Now the highest paid at his position in NFL history. Five years, $100 million, wow. $45 million fully guaranteed, $60 million in total guarantees. The first off-ball linebacker to get $20 million per year. And even though it says per St. Omni, Rappaport says Roquan represented himself. So I don't know. That's, hey, good for him. Yep, he got what he wanted, right? Yep. This is what he set out to do: was to be the highest paid linebacker, and maybe it's good for the Bears that it did work out this way, and maybe Poles does look right that uh, you didn't want to pay an off-ball linebacker that much, and they've got a lot of holes to fill. But hey, good for him. I'm really happy for him. He got what he wanted. Yeah, I'm happy for Roquan too, and that was the number that 100 million dollar number is what I was being told that that camp wanted. So now he's got that. He's had a really good year for Baltimore. Uh, he made the Pro Bowl. I don't know if he was voted as uh, all pro this year, but good for him. Now, that hadn't come out yet, I don't think, right? Yeah, I, but, but yeah, the fact, I don't think that's come out yet. The fact that he has um, um, played well enough to warrant getting an extension and being in a place that seemingly he wants to be in, I say hooray for Roquan. Go out and do your thing and continue to ball out. Patrick, I guess. Hold on, real quick. I guess he's uh, as good as an agent as he has a player. Then, right? 
Yeah, like he he moved to, to what he, yeah. he moved to a space where he would be more he valued. Got what he wanted, and he, he ended up getting what he wanted. He was never sure. getting that here. No, no, and I'm and to be honest with you. I wish he was here, but I'm glad he didn't get that here. Agreed. Just with all the holes the Bears have, that's going to eat up way too much. And and you know, like I said, I'm happy he got what he had, but for the situation the Bears are in right now, that money just doesn't make sense to me. I am concerned, though, and this is part of my ongoing concern that that particular negotiation was more personal than it was professional. That's yeah, my concern. That, that I, I got a feeling of that, yeah. That the sure. general manager maybe made a choice because he didn't like being put on front street, and it may have cost you one of the better players on your team. But it, everyone's happy, right? The Bears have all this cap sure. room. Roquan got his dollars, so I'll, I'm going to let it go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's not a bear anymore. He's a raven for life, I guess, now with that contract. So, Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got one more thing, and then I'll let it go. All right. It's just funny to me how there were a lot of judgments that were made on eight games of Roquan, but God forbid eight games of Chase Claypool we make any sort of thoughts on what he is as a player. Now I'm done. (laughs) Well, we could go the whole two segments on that one. Because he just, like Ryan Pohl said, it's tough to have a plug-and-play player. It's not the NBA or Major League Baseball. I still have my, I don't call them doubts, but my questions about Chase Claypool. But um, I do want to see more from him. And I think an offseason and being in this uh, in this system and working in the offseason with Justin Fields could make a big difference. I'm not writing him off yet. I, I, I still, I'm not either. I, I, I'm st- not either. I still think those, to me, the measurables, and just it's just still too tantalizing. Watching yes. the way he moves and looking what he at what he can be, and maybe that's just sort of the scout in me uh, outside of the coach. Is it me. worth a first round pick? I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> Dan. The answer on that is no. It is a resounding no. Come on, he no, is no. You can't say no yet. yet. You yes, can't I say can. No yet. Yes, it you is a say, no. What if he comes out and has twelve hundred yards next season? Has he ever had a 1,200-yard season? No, no, I think he was like 939 or something mm-hmm. his rookie year, right? Yeah. Question so the, the likelihood of him having a 1,200-yard season next year. He's just saying you can't say no. Okay. Exactly. I'm saying the what-if game. I mean, what if he did? Then you would say, okay, it's worth the pick. But it's he's got to put, put up some big numbers, whether it's yards or touchdowns next year for me, to warrant, warrant that trade. All right, so the Bears had a press conference today and didn't mm-hmm. look like idiots and didn't no, sound didn't. like idiots. And they came out of a postseason press conference, and I'm, I, it's, it's weird for me. I, I, I feel a little untethered. I, I'm, I'm used to just rolling my eyes and pounding the table and thinking, same old Bears. They handled everything just fine today. To be honest with you, one of my favorite things to do was to listen to you after press conference. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're always a clown you, show. They were they were bad, and you would just rip them, and I would just sit there and laugh and be like, "Yep, you're right. You were exactly right." But hey, they came out and they sounded like a professional football organization, a professional team. Like that was that's the way it's supposed to be done. I thought Ryan Poles handled himself very well, and I loved his answers. And what I've always told you guys, I love when coaches, uh, general manager, whoever is just honest to players. And I thought he broke down. The play of the D-line, the O-line, the quarterback, he, you know, he praised some guys, but then he was also pointed and saying, no, they have to be better at this. I was disappointed in that. I want to see more of this. So I, I thought he did a great job of, of handling that and, and kind of telling you his evaluation of the season. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that they, they were able to do their messaging, and it sounded like you know, if, if you didn't know it was the Bears, you would think it was any of the more <laughs> right. buttoned up 
uh, sure. organizations in the NFL. And I think that that's good. Like, I've been thinking about this uh, over the last couple of days. I'll write about it in the Sun-Times tomorrow. Considering where we were literally a year ago today, I, I think that on positive, like, you have to look at this and say everything that it's been done, even with a couple of hiccups along the way, the Bears are in a much better place than what they were 365 days ago. Oh, 100%. And it's exciting. I can't wait to to follow the draft. Can't wait to follow the free agency. Um, and they just, they just have an opportunity. But again, you know, like everybody's talking about, Ryan Poles is going to be the most popular name, face figure in Chicago for the next four months. And I just hope he can do it. My fingers are crossed. You know, we've seen in the past the Bears with other GMs making head coaching decisions that are wrong, uh, drafting some players that weren't, you know, what they were supposed to be. I just hope he can get it done. But he has put himself in position to sustain success, like he talked about. And I hope they can. And this city deserves that. And you guys know that better than anybody. We deserve that as fans. I deserve that as alumni. Um, I just hope he can get it done. What did you make of his response to the multiple questions about his commitment to Justin Fields? I'm glad you guys asked because I listened to you guys. And Lawrence, I think he left the door open. Okay. And I think it was I think it was strategic, and I think it's more with other teams. And I understand even if you have the number one pick – you know, you really don't have to play that game, but I do think he left it open. If he truly falls in love with somebody, I don't think he will. I'm not saying he will, but if he does, he has the right to make that decision. And then he ties himself to that decision if he does want to take a quarterback, just like Ryan Pace did. He fell in love with Mitch Trubisky, which was a mistake. He lasted longer than he should have, but he has the right to do that. But one thing I did say on the postgame show, guys, what happens if, display the what-if game, the quarterback exercise, what if Bryce Young turns into Patrick Mahomes and we missed again? I think that he's Drew Brees, by the way. Okay. I mean, I have, I, oh, I, I, I think that's yeah. at absolute 100% of his outcome curve, he's Drew Brees. Yeah, that's fine. But we don't know. But I'm just saying, what if it happens and we missed again? You would feel terrible. But I'm not, it's not saying I don't believe in Justin Fields, and I hope he can, can be great, if not one of the you know top seven quarterbacks like I talk about that you need in the league to – sustain success and be a playoff team, but he would just feel terrible if if that happened. Here's what I would say. If you look at Justin Fields' QBR, he is middle of the pack right mm-hmm. now in QBR, and that's without an offensive line. That's right. without wide receivers and without his passing game being refined. I I feel like there's enough that we've seen that if we control for the other things and give him what we need – You've got the makings of a great quarterback already here. I'm with you. I'm excited about it. I am really excited about what the potential he has. You give him time in that pocket. You just just look at Jalen Hurts, what the Eagles have done. That's the perfect example. We saw him. We saw him play against him. You give him time in the pocket, give him some some weapons around him, then he can be better than Jalen Hurts. I think he can. And I heard you guys talking earlier as well that Jalen Hurts might be the favorite for the MVP. I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP, but – you know, I think if you surround him with stuff with what we've seen in his growth and his ability, he can get there. And I, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to see what Polls gives him and, and see, uh, see what he can do. Interesting to hear Polls uh, tick off uh, priorities generally when it comes to putting a team together. We know quarterback is number one. And then he had no issues saying pass rushers, offensive line, and corners. It's back to the Roquan Smith discussion. He didn't say inside linebackers. As, as part of that list, and it's understandable. It's just to me how obvious best practices are now when it comes to how you value positions in this league. Right, but why didn't you do that last draft? It's a great question. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great, you know I mean? it's a great that's, next that's question. That's what I really right. want to know, and I understand he's got 
you know, his board, he's sticking to the board, and he talked about he was surprised that Gordon fell and Brisker fell and all that stuff. But if you truly prioritize it, why didn't you go out and solve those issues first? That's that's the question I have. Yeah, his answer might just be that it wasn't the year for that and you didn't want to reach. Yeah, sure. even, even if that's his default setting, this mm-hmm. particular draft would would have guys who, who broke that a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if somebody asks him that or he gets, you know, gets to the answer of that. But uh, I just, you know, after what he did the first year, it, it'll be interesting to see what he does. But he's talking about doing it, and I would like to see him do that. And I believe in that as well, that you've got to build inside out, and I hope he does that. Patrick, it's a little weird for the Bears to be in this spot, right, where they kind of control yeah. the agenda of the NFL this offseason. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, they're going to be on the NFL in every story, lead storyline for the next four months, and it's, it's just going to be fun to watch and Hopefully they get it right. That's just what I keep doing, man. I'm literally walking around with my fingers crossed that they, <laughs> they've got the right guy and we can become a, the Steelers, a team that's just around all the time that you're always talking about. I just, I hope this is the guy and please get it done, Ryan. <laughs> when please. you, when you, a young Patrick Manley, when you were growing up in Atlanta mm-hmm. and knowing what the University of Georgia has oh, meant to the, the the football culture there, and I don't. I'm, I'm sure you grew up a, a Georgia fan. I don't know if you visited there or they how hard they recruited you, but the fact Patrick that, was always a tech guy. The fact that they won. No, no, real quick, my mom was a graduate from Georgia. I was a bulldog. My dad was a Notre Dame grad, so we had a split house from like the eighty was eighty one or eighty, uh, you know, uh, national championship. So I was a bulldog. I actually committed to Georgia, Dan. And then really? he committed to Ray Goff, yeah, and then chose Duke, and he yelled at me. He's like, how are you choosing Duke over Georgia and whatever? But it worked out for me. <laughs> I, I think it worked out just fine. But what? Yeah. But, the, but the meaning of these back-to-back championships and the, and the way mm-hmm. that they've done oh, it. Oh, it's huge. I, 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 people around here, and I know it's just not our, it's not our flavor of sports culture, but it's, a, it's hard to explain what a big state school means down south. Well, here, I'll explain it this way. You open up the Tribune, you open up the Atlanta Journal and Constitution. What's on the front page of the sports section? It's the Bears here in Chicago. In the South, in Atlanta, it's all Georgia football. You'll turn the next page, it's high school football. You turn the next page, it's Georgia Tech. You turn the next page, then it's the Atlanta Falcons. That's the way it was when I grew up. And that's the way the culture is down there. And I would imagine now it's like Georgia, I bet it's Georgia SEC. Yeah. High school, high school. High school, high school in Atlanta kind of split now. The, the Falcons have become more relevant down there with Arthur Blank and the stadium and all that kind of stuff. And when Michael Vick came in down there too, it just it raised the awareness of the Falcons and the fandom and all that kind of stuff. So it's changed a little bit, but that's the way what I just described earlier was how it was when I grew up. Patrick, what was your relationship with Lovey like? Um, I didn't talk to him a lot, but there was a lot of mutual respect, I believe. Um, when we did talk, it was you know very meaningful. Um, I just, I have a lot of respect for that man as a human and just a head coach. And he taught me a lot of life of like how to, how to be a coach and how you don't have to yell. But, uh, we had a, we just had a nice, nice relationship. Yeah. Cause obviously like him winning and him kind of being lovey, um, to, to, to go and try and win that game on Sunday course, helps yeah. out the bears. But I, I feel like he's been done dirty by the Texans and he's 100%. not the only coach, but I was curious what your thoughts were on it. No, I, I agree, and I guarantee if you go talk to every player that he's coached with the Texans, they love that man. They love going to work and pr- playing for him. They just didn't have the talent. And I knew, and I should have brought it up in the pregame, he was going to have those guys ready to win that game no matter what. He, I guarantee you he preached to them, we're going out to win this game. I don't give a cr- – what does he say? I don't give a crud about, <laughs> about losing and getting the number one pick because he always told us that when we had losing seasons, never we were battling for the number one pick. 
But if it was, you know, meaning meaningless, he was like, no, we're going out to win this game. So I knew the message he was giving those guys. Patrick, thanks, man. Appreciate it. You bet. You guys have a good one. Look forward to the offseason. I bet you do. I bet. That is Patrick. Get those golf clubs. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.